sit by my window needing a miracle alone in the dark while all along knocking and waiting love held the key to Don't you worry, whatever comes, I'll be 
right before our eyes. Now I found you. There's no more emptiness inside. When we're hungry, love will keep us alive. I would die for you. Climb the highest mountain Truly There's nothing I wouldn't do Now i found you There's no more emptiness inside When we're hungry Love will keep us alive
promise me that you'll give faith a fighting chance And when you get the choice to sit it out or beloved, we are gathered together in the sight of God and all these witnesses to unite Aaron Ann's and Tia John's and the sacred bonds of holy matrimony. On behalf of the bride and groom and their families, I want to extend heartfelt gratitude to this whole community and all the friends and relatives who have showered them with gifts, service, and love, gracing this occasion with abundant generosity, joy, and caring support. Aaron, as your older brother with a microphone, I stand in a unique position of advantage that may make you uncomfortable. <laughs> I will try to restrain myself from exploiting this opportunity. Operative word is try. <laughs> Aaron, optimism and positivity defined you as a child and early teen. You and I often went fishing together while growing up, and the prior conversations generally followed the same pattern. I would declare confidently that we would catch nothing. No matter the weather conditions, you always felt we would most definitely catch many fish. Whenever you proved correct and we did catch plenty of fish, I was pleasantly surprised while you were only satisfied. My negative approach was superior in my view because often after such trips, I felt vindicated while you felt disappointed. <laughs> Aaron, we lost our father to cancer when you were only nine. You grew up with this loss and faced the struggles we all encounter transitioning from children to adults. As your experience broadened, you shed the eager optimism that once marked your outlook on the future. Those close to you during this time clung to the hope that you would pull through and fulfill your life's purpose, still evident beneath the surface turmoil. You did not give up. You chose to trust the relationships, get up on your feet, and take faltering steps, learning to turn out and serve others. Now we all reap the wonderful fruit of that decision. Your music skills, myriad practical helps, and simply loving others strengthen and bless many. Tia, it's hard to believe that you only came for your first visit less than two years ago. Just before arriving, you were engrossed in California's entertainment industry, exhausting yourself, clawing towards the status you imagined would equal happiness once attained. Your friend heard of our spring conference here in Waco and asked if you would like to go. You came with no clue of what you were stepping into. You may have initially suffered from culture shock upon your arrival. Ken and I conversed with you on your second day at the conference and I was amazed by your childlike awe towards God's spirit and the brand new truth you were encountering. You seemed free of suspicion or proud sophistication 
and approaching the God you were coming to know on a whole new level. You responded with pure faith, granting God's love full access to your life. I speak for all of us in saying you have brightened and gladdened our lives lives as we've witnessed God heal, teach, and equip you for the great steps you now take. Grace radically converted your whole life inside out, and you never faltered or looked back from mercy's fresh start. At the outset, we could have never guessed we would be standing here today. While flipping through photos recently, I paused to look at some pictures of our children taken two years back. I began to feel anxious nostalgia when I realized how quickly the time had passed and how much our children had changed. I asked myself questions that I put to my wife later on. Did we recognize how blessed we were at the time of those photos? Were we fully aware of the monumental gifts and opportunities trusted to our care? Did we see our children's potential and instill the character they needed to fulfill their purpose? Or did we allow ourselves to be swept along in the busyness of life, beginning to function somewhat robotically, out of habit, rather than walking aware that every moment is an investment into the future of life itself? Without such awareness and vision for the future, we inevitably come short of life's highest goals, and meaning eludes us. We lose sight of greater realities that reveal purpose, joy, and fulfillment, blind to God's supernatural activity in our lives. We can also come short of joy and fulfillment when we have misplaced expectations. Every facet of our modern culture seems mobilized to teach us that hedonism can achieve paradise. Driving down 35 recently, I saw a billboard advertising a barbecue grill. A fine gentleman stood casually before the grill with a spread of juicy ribeyes sizzling deliciously before him. Spatula in hand, the fellow peered over the grill through a thin screen of lazy smoke to the yard where his charming family gathered. At least I'm supposed to assume they were his family. The wife couldn't have appeared happier. Children danced about the verdant, immaculately clipped lawn. They blew bubbles and everyone laughed joyously while a freshly groomed poodle bounced energetically, trying to bite a bubble that whisked overhead on the slight summer breeze. If I had a little more trust in my heart for the source of the advertisement, I would have believed the promise the ad intended to insinuate. If I only bought that grill, my life would sparkle with carefree happiness forevermore. <laughs> this is an ex expectation based on a profound fantasy. Such fantasies also lead to disappointment. So what expectations and dreams do not end in disillusionment? Matthew 18 provides an answer. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who, then, is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called the little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Children epitomize eager expectation. Expectations seem to have two starting points. An adult's expectations stem from prior knowledge or experience projected into the future. For instance, he is confident the sun will rise in the morning because it has done so his whole life, and he understands the basics of Earth's orbit. Adults are incredulous towards phenomena outside their prior experience and belief. An adult's unconsidered superficial view of the world may create a cynical, weary outlook on life. Children have little experience to form or limit their future expectations. Seeing a bird fly past 
May captivate a child with awe as much as watching a tree uproot itself, levitate, and hover in space. For a very small child, nothing is ordinary. Trust is automatic and complete, and suspicion unlikely. Children embrace the miraculous. They view the world through eyes of expectant wonder. Recently, I reached my leg under the dinner table and slid my son's chair. He was old enough that initially he felt chairs shouldn't move of their own volition. So he began to investigate by looking at the legs of the chair, trying to discover the source of the disturbance. With a puzzled look, he resigned himself to the thought that maybe it hadn't actually happened, or chairs can decide to move themselves periodically. With this resolution, he calmly resumed his meal. But when the mystery repeated itself, and again, he reached no familiar explanation, he became indignant that his chair should take it upon itself to move apart from his permission. He whispered to his chair, be still. <laughs> he then administered a solid smack to the wooden seat for added persuasion. <laughs> a child holds his conclusions and ideas lightly and easily incorporates surprises. He is very supple and pliable because his outlook is awe and wonder, unrestricted by self-confidence. He reflexively trusts realities beyond his purview. Trusting phenomena outside our experience allows us to see the miraculous and what can otherwise appear mundane. A child's expectation for the future is not based on carefully crafted dreams or prior experience, but stems from complete trust. We only trust this way when secure in another's love. Love known experientially, not analytically. This trust is not centered in the hidden manipulator behind the advertisement on I-35. No, it is ultimately centered in the presence of the God who is love, who we know has good plans for us. Paul writes in 2 Timothy 1.12, I am not ashamed, for I know in whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. If you know in whom you believe, even when you encounter things tragic or unexpected, you will be anchored by your faith, knowing that all things work together for the good, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. The competitive culture around us combines with our propensity towards sophistication to siphon childlike faith from one's eager hearts. Even as your experience broadens and you encounter the struggle and pain of life, remain little children at heart, expectant and trusting of the goodness of God. If God's transcendent love remains at the center of your new life together, you will never lose your awe for one another or for the incredible life you have been given to live. I'll close with this passage out of the Gospel of Luke. At that very time, Jesus rejoiced greatly in the Holy Spirit and said, I praise you, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for this was well-pleasing in your sight. Some may ask, what are the treasures hidden from the wise but revealed to babes? And hope answers, miracles unlocked by faith, love discovered by trust, joy amidst pain, dreams lived out together, two becoming as one, God's kingdom coming on earth as it is in heaven. 
We believe for all of this and more for your union and life together.